Welcome back to another episode of You Got a Friend in Me with your host, John Tran. Today's episode would be on what makes a healthy relationship. Whether you are in a relationship or looking for a potential partner or you want to know what makes a good relationship, this is the episode for you. I will discuss with you my intuition and my experiences of what makes a healthy relationship. But these are the fundamental principles that I find crucial for a healthy relationship. One of the most powerful things is the power of listening. To paint you a picture, guys and the girls, they're fundamentally different in terms of listening and how they communicate. Us men, we tend to be quick, sharp, to the point and blunt. We say it as it is. If it insults us, we tend to let our fellow guy friends know. How many of you have experienced this? When you go out with your girlfriend, say you're at a party, your girlfriend meets one of the girls she used to know from high school. You watch their interaction, they're exchanging pleasantries, sharing stories, looking like they're having a good time. The conversation finishes and your girlfriend turns to you and says, oh my gosh, she's such a bitch. And as guys, you're standing there like, what? Like, you, you were just having a long conversation, you were laughing, you were sharing stories. When females talk, it is not about what they say, it's about how the other person made them feel. So as guys, we're listening to the conversation, they're talking about shoes, about marriage, about relationships, about their job. It sounds pretty neutral, sounds pretty fun. But the subcontext, there's a hidden language that females are very quick and very good at understanding. It's a language that guys tend to be very bad at understanding. It, it is this body language, it's this intonation of the voice. It's subtle cues and subtle jabs that females can pick up. How does it apply to having a healthy relationship? As guys, we need to learn how to listen. We have to be genuinely curious. This applies to every situation. It doesn't matter if it's on your first date or if you've been into a long relationship. So how does it apply to the first date? Now, a lot of us feel pressure on our first date to be interesting, to come up with stories and things off the bat so the other person finds us interesting. So the tactic a lot of us use is we have thoughts in our minds, dot points in our heads about how and what makes us interesting. It's almost like a resume, an interview. Oh, I go play tennis, I go to the beach, I snorkel and I volunteer and I do all these other things. These things are actually counterintuitive. Tip I can give you. To be interesting, you should be interested. I'll repeat that again. To be interesting, you must first be interested. Be genuinely interested in the other person. Listen to what they have to say, their experience. Have a notice of their body language. When you ask them a question, do their eyes light up? Do they lean into the conversation? Do they speak with a natural smile on their face? Do their voice raise up with more passion? And are they more animated? So again, it's not what you say that is important. It is how you make the other person feel. If you make them feel like you're curious, you're interested, then they will see you as interesting and curious. The other thing about listening is that you don't always need to give an answer. This is a lesson that I've recently learned the hard way. These things aren't taught in school. There are things that you learn through experience. Sometimes you just need to listen. Sometimes they just need a compassionate ear, someone to 
vent to, someone to get something off their chest. Guys tend to think very objectively. To give an example, my girlfriend works in a dental clinic. One day she comes home from work, I call her up, I check out on how she's going. She tells me she had a bad day, she had a bad experience with a customer, they complained about her without getting into the details of exactly what happened. She was frustrated that this customer had complained. In my mind, I was coming up with answers already, saying maybe you could have done X, Y, Z, maybe you could have talked to them in this manner, maybe you could have been more empathetic, maybe you could have called the manager. So when I started telling her, oh, you could have done X, you could have done Y, she became a bit more withdrawn and closed off. And I realized after talking to her, like what happened? It is sometimes not necessary for us to give answers. Sometimes we just want to be heard. Sometimes we just want to vent. It doesn't mean necessarily that you don't tell them the truth. Sometimes if they're being silly, you need to tell them. But it is a balancing act. The next piece of advice on what makes a healthy relationship is healthy conflicts. Conflict is inevitable because you have a set of values and beliefs and then when you bring someone else into the equation, they also have their own set of values and beliefs. And sometimes you just disagree on certain things and it's crucial to know how to navigate and communicate to one another in a healthy way. Now everyone fights and has conflict differently. For me, I describe myself as having quite a long fuse. It takes a lot to get me angry or upset. Now my girlfriend, she jokingly says that she gets upset because she's never seen me cry or really get angry before. When me and my girlfriend get into a fight, I tend to be quite detached. I don't have much anger or rage. I see things quite objectively, pros and cons. I hear her side, I listen to her side, then I raise my side. Yeah, I also like to get counsel from my closest friends and family. I ask for their advice. Sometimes if you're in the midst of a heated argument or you're too close to the problem to see, I tend to get advice from the people that I trust so then they can give me more of an objective stance on the situation. On the other hand, my girlfriend, she wants to deal with the problem there and then. She wants to resolve the issues while we're heated, while we're in the midst of the conversation. She doesn't want to have to hold back and continue the process later, whereas I like to give some time and space to reflect and think and come up with the answer. Sometimes I think my girlfriend gets more upset because I'm sitting there, I'm calm, I have no emotional reaction on my face. I think she gets more fired up because she wants me to get emotionally involved to show that I care about this relationship. I do care about the relationship. I do care about the issue we're talking about. Just I don't show it physically with my emotions. Regardless of how we fight, there are fundamental principles that we must keep by to have a healthy relationship. One of these fundamental principles is that you should never insult or call each other names. Sometimes people are involved in conflict, they get heated up, they run by their emotions, and they may say something that they may regret, call them a name or bring up something from the past. Now this can be quite hurtful, even if the conflict or the issue is resolved. Further down the line, the person may remember those harsh words that you said and it's detrimental to the healthiness of the relationship. Another overarching principle is that you should never go to bed angry. Sometimes your values just conflict and you can't resolve it in one night's conversation. Sometimes this issue would be long-standing. One of the important things is to recognize that you still love each other 
and that you still want to work on your relationship. So going to bed angry and frustrated that you haven't resolved the issue brings resentment. If you go to sleep angry, having a bad sleep, you're gonna be angry, you're gonna have a bad day. After you finish your work, you're gonna go back and have another conversation, but this time you're more angry. So what you should do before you go to bed if you have a disagreement, for now, put it on hold. Agree to disagree. Agree that you both love each other and you will continue this conversation later. Go to sleep, rest your mind. You can carry on with it tomorrow. You don't need to make a decision right now. It's not gonna be all or end all. Another fundamental principle about conflict. Sometimes you need to put your ego at the door. You don't always need to be right. When you're in a relationship, it's a partnership. It's a teamwork. You don't need to get one up on your partner. If it isn't a core value of yours, something that you genuinely believe in, you should consider compromising if it makes the other person much more happy. You've got to compromise and work with each other. It is not always about being right. It's important for us to remember not to mold the person into the person we want them to be. Rather, we support them to be the best version of themselves. It's like if you take your girlfriend shopping, you don't put on clothes and dress them up the way you think they're beautiful. You let your girlfriend put on the clothes that makes her feel beautiful makes her feel comfortable. If she puts on a dress and she smiles, she lights up, you're there to encourage and commend her for being that person she wants to be and grow into. So, in a relationship, there always will be conflict. If you're out there, you're not in a relationship yet and you're looking for someone, you have a dream image of the person that you want, I hate to break it to you, but they're not out there. Every healthy relationship requires work. Those are my tips for what makes a healthy relationship. Number one, listening with genuine curiosity. To be interesting ourselves, we must be interested. People don't remember us from what we say. They tend to remember us on how we make them feel. Sometimes it's just good enough to listen and be empathetic. You don't always need to provide an answer. The second thing that makes a healthy relationship is how to deal with conflict. It is crucial to remember, never call each other names, never go to bed angry. You have to agree to disagree from time to time. You've got to put your ego at the door and learn to compromise on things and make the relationship work. I have been together with my girlfriend for over three years. We have learned a lot and we still have plenty to learn. So comment below. Let me know what insights you've got from this video. If this episode has brought you any value, continue the conversation with your friends. I challenge you to share this episode with one of your best friends or to someone who you think needs to hear this message. This has been another episode of You Got A Friend In Me with John Tran. I am so glad to be on this journey with you of self-improvement and self-discovery. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Signing off, your friend, John.